Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Good morning. Welcome to episode 212. Let me double check that. Yes, 212. For Wednesday, hump day, in the year of our Lord, 2021. The month is December, the day is the 8th. We've got something like uh, 17 days till Christmas. He is risen. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Is everyone excited for Christmas? Is all your shopping done? I'm still trying to decide, Do we? is the supply chain thing really a challenge or not? Is that going to really bite anyone in the butt? I'm very conflicted on this. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I, I, uh, I've been going through the stores here and there. I was in several stores yesterday. And I see a wide range it's funny. Let me just stop myself. I'm I'm sitting here thinking, what's wrong? No music. That's what's wrong. Okay. Now we started the music. Um, I've been through several stores and I'm conflicted. Okay. I'm kind of, I've heard all this scuttlebutt about the supply chain stuff. And I know for an absolute fact that it does exist in some fashion, but I'm having a hard time really gauging, okay, what's the totality of the situation? Now, some stores that I go in, some shelves are really quite bare. So, for example, uh, grocery stores. I was at one of those big box grocery stores the other yesterday. I can't remember exactly which one. But um, some of their frozen food aisle stuff was really quite scant. There, there were several uh, frozen coolers that were just, boom, empty. Uh, I also saw some empty, empty spots in the paper products area. I think we all know why that is, right? People are all worried. Uh, people aren't worried about can I eat. They're worried about can I wipe. <laughs> Which, whatever, you know, I get it. It's important. If everyone got a bidet, then we'd be past that problem. No one would have to worry. Unread this story. Welcome to the show. Or is it unread this story? Just says cream cheese. I don't know what you mean by your question, but good morning. Welcome. Yeah, unread this story agrees. Get a bidet. Everyone should get a bidet. Uh, Perpan wants me to say, hey, Tony, hey, how you doing? I think that was pretty good, right? I don't know if that was a New York accent. I don't know why I would be qualified to give a New York accent. I'm from Chicago. I can talk about Polish sausage and go into the Munn's bathroom when I have to tinkle. That's a pretty good Chicago, you know, accent right there. The room is filling up. It's good to see everyone this morning. I see lots of VIP pepperonis in here. Anyway, as I was saying, I'm trying to gauge this thing. Do we have a supply chain deal or do we not? Now, I was in a certain store. I was in a country and western store, we'll call it, yesterday. Way out in the boonies. I had it in my, I, I, I got I just, I developed a goal of, I got to get a cowboy hat. So I went and looked at hats yesterday at uh, some sort of country and western store. It was marvelous. I will be back several times. Oh my gosh, I wanted one of everything in this store. Now, as luck would have it, 
I tried on several hats. I did not purchase a single cowboy hat. They had a huge selection, very nice hats, varying levels of quality. Now, why didn't I buy a, a cowboy hat yesterday? It's kind of simple. I walked in there with a headache. It was a big mistake. So I, I couldn't get past the, the thought that maybe it's the hat that's giving me a headache. So in my brain, every hat that I tried on was too small, which is normally pretty close to the truth uh, because, uh, you know, I have a gigantic head. Anyway, at the Country and Western store, I didn't see any evidence of supply chain issues. I saw products galore everywhere. They were full up. And as I said here and there, I'm, I, I, it's weird. It's almost like store by store. Now, one thing I have seen is the prices have gone through the freaking roof. No doubt about it. Lady Letter Carrier says, My Christmas food I ordered from Britain is lost in the ether. No tracking updates since December 1st. You know, uh, that's that's pretty risky to, to order things from, you know, halfway around the globe these days. In this day and age. I'm sorry that happened to you, lady. You know, I wonder if it's still going to be good. What what sort of food would I ever order from, uh, where did you say, Great Britain? Sofa says all the ports are still backed up and inflation is bad right now. But once the ports get cleared and interest rates start rising, things will slowly get back to normal. Sofa is always an optimist. Have you guys noticed? In between all these massive you know I don't even know these these comedic journeys that sofa goes on right where he can't let a joke die he'll he'll have we seen our uh, mr. coffee steak reference yet today it's coming it's coming but in between all that silliness sofa is actually an eternal optimist which I really respect I am not necessarily an eternal optimist not even not necessarily I'm a pessimist. I think I'm squarely in the pessimist uh, camp. Some people wouldn't guess guess that about me. A lot of people say, hey, life of the party and everything. But the people that really get to know me, they're like, holy shit, you're such a downer. <laughs> Salty's in the house. Good morning, Salty. How you doing, buddy? Ooh, Georgie says she has the most gorgeous cowboy boots. They were M6 wedding shoes, or were they my wedding shoes? Is that what you meant to type? I could see a Danny and Georgie wedding in cowboy boots. Trust me. I mean, boots are just... So I... I... I looked at several kind of boots. I need a replacement for my horse shit hiking boots that are falling apart. I got to replace those. Um, I want a really good set of cold weather working boots like to walk around in mud and stuff because I have this idea in the back of my head that I'm going to be living uh, deep in the woods by myself in a tent eventually and uh, you know well so I want that kind of boots I want uh, I want some American made old school boots like the the old fashions in boots are coming back I definitely I want a collection of boots. Those things ain't cheap, by the way. Um, obviously, I would like to get a couple of cowboy hats. 
I'm headed in that direction. Now, I'm assuming most of the clothing, you know, they have all that Warangler shirt and the Warangler jeans. I'm assuming none of that shit fits, right? You see, I don't know how they did it. The Cowboys are, are I think, the last of the Mohicans in that you see a lot of skinny ones. I'm not saying every last one. You see some fat Cowboys. But most of them, many Many, you see some skinny cowboys. I don't know if there is if it's because they're still smoking those Chesterfields, you know, out in the out on the prairie, and it's uh, making their appetite. It's suppressing their appetite. I don't know why cowboys are a little more thin, but the Wrangler company needs to get on the stick and make shit that will fit me. Sofa says Amazon is actually smart and own their own ships bypassing port backups. It's normal people uh, to panic short term. You just have to think long term. See again, the optimist. <clears throat> if I could sum up when I when I start to get skittish and I get on my sky is falling rant, basically any sofa comment could be summed up in this way. I'll translate it. Take it easy. Take a breath. Take it easy. You know, but that's that's easy for him to say. He lives in, in the lovely state of Tennessee. Georgie says preppers aren't usually optimistic. I think there's something to that, yes. <laughs> Unread this story says, uh, yep, or buy alternatives. People are being whiny babies. We really are buried in stuff. This is true. And lady, I I, uh, I got a pair of Red Wing work boots. Lady says, go to the Red Wing store. I actually have one right down the way from me. Um, I might do that. I would like to see what Red, Red Wing has to offer. They're obviously, they're, they're tremendous boots. Very well made. I want to I want to buy some of the uh, American made ones. My understanding is Red Wing is kind of some are still American made and some are made overseas. I want the American stuff. Unread this story says I'd pay good money to see you on Yellowstone. Now I actually don't know what that means. Is that a television show? Is it? Uh, if so, it's, see that's ringing a bell. Like maybe it's a TV show. Is it comedic? Is it uh, is it serious? Is it one of the? Is it like Survivor? What is it? And why would you like to see me on that show? I would love to know. Lady says Red Wings are USA made. I I believe that most Red Wings are USA made. I don't think that all of them are. So gas is coming back down back to three seventy five, or is that up? There's so many comments this morning, I can't keep it all straight. Anyway, so no cowboy hat for me the other day, and uh, I can't make heads or tails of this supply chain stuff. I I don't see any uniformity. I think what I'm going to do is just take the sofa, sofa, sofa approach and just, just take a breath. Just take a breath. 
Sofa says what's happening right now is we're in the beginning of the transition to electric vehicles. Um, sales are going to start crashing and EV sales are going to get cheaper. Also, Chinese EVs are coming. Unfortunately, gas will continue to rise. Well, if there's more electric vehicles, why would gas be rising? Wouldn't they, there be lower demand and higher supply for gas? Oh, okay. So unread the story. Uh, it says Yellowstone is uh, Kevin Costner, Montana-based drama. Lots of cowboy boots. Yes. I need a good pair of cowboy boots, too. I'm going to put that on the list. I'm running out of space. Robo Kitty's in the house. Good morning, Robo Kitty. Robo and I uh, recorded a little public service announcement last night for um, for uh, to promote this uh, uh, Phoenix trip. Right, we recorded a little PSA. It was so funny. We did it with this new technology. We didn't even have to be in the same room. And uh, I got it all ready. I hit record. I'm like, and then I started. Uh, so Robo Kitty, she's like, I'm out. I'm too stressed. I can't do it. <laughs> she bailed. She bailed like four seconds into our video. It was the funniest thing ever. But then she rallied. I was like, Robo, you, you save people's lives for a living. Like, why would this stress you out? You know. I don't know. It's one of those things. Lady says Tony gets a ten-gallon hat like Hoss Cartwright. I don't know. I don't know if a ten-gallon hat. I think it's. I think with me, it's gonna be. I'm gonna try a hat on, look at myself in the mirror, and I'll just be like, "That's the one." I don't know what that's gonna look like. I don't. I don't know what color. I. I have no idea. But. Uh, Paradigm Shift says Sofa. Sofa is a very calming effect in the comment section today. If anyone is uh, really worried, you know, about the state of affairs, come to the Chicago Tony V live stream and just interact with Sofa. He'll talk you off the ledge. It's tremendous. Oh, Robo says, hey, I know where you can go shopping for a nice pair of cowboy boots. In February, I could use a new pair. To oh, in February. Oh, wait, so you know a place in Phoenix? My God, can you imagine? If we bought cowboy boots together, that that would, uh, I don't know what that would mean, but my brain would try to make more out of that than really exists. I could see it. Georgie says Danny has a black cowboy hat. I could totally see that. I think when you're buying... Um, gear, you know, cowboy gear and whatever, you have to, you have to, uh, stay on brand. And somehow for Danny, I could see, okay, that means black cowboy hat. I, I don't know what it means for me yet. I used to have a cowboy hat that I loved, loved. I got compliments all the time and then my dog ate it. So that was kind of a buzzkill. There's a Phoenix boot outlet, says Lady Letter Carrier. So, uh, Lady, are you, what's the, uh, whatever, I don't mean to 
put you on the spot here. But are you coming to Phoenix? Are you interested? I was, I, it's Amber, I'm hoping too. She's like two states over. Try to gauge. Robo's gonna get a cowboy hat too. Let's let her rip. You know? Let's ring some cash registers, Robo Kitty. Now, the real question is see, here's what's funny. Are we gonna get cowboy boots and cowboy hats like as soon as we get to Phoenix? That to me would make the most sense so that we could walk around there looking like we belong, even though I'm sure that would be impossible. I'm sure that if, if we had fresh gear like that, everyone would be like, oh my God, tourists. You know? Uh, would it be a paradigm shift if we pronounced it paradigm? Paradigm. Probably would. Soph is still talking about the EV transition. Anyway. Robo says, I think they can sniff out old gear and, and new gear. Yeah, but I don't care. We're getting them anyway. Yeah, I totally agree. Now, who knows? I might I might arrive to Phoenix already geared up. Like I said, I have a straight up, I mean, freaking, I was hobnobbing with uh, straight up bull riders yesterday at this, at this uh, Western store. It's legit. That's the only place I can go to to shop with people who are younger than me, but they're more decrepit. It warms my heart. I can walk around, see all these dudes in, you know, Wrangler shirts that fit and everything. You can just see the miles right on the thing and just, and just be like, uh, you know, if this building caught on fire, I could probably outrun you right now. Even though, even though I'm 10 years older. And it's because I haven't broken my back two times and split my femur and all that shit. Lady says, I'm interested, but my long weekend off is the week before QuiltCom. I can't bid into uh, visual days till a month prior to the date. We're going to keep our fingers crossed, lady. Lady! <laughs> that would be super fun. That would be super fun. Unread this story. He needs to go get his coffee. Well, go forth and prop prosper. It's been awesome having you in the live stream. Speaking of uh, people that are gimpy, I just wanted to just because it it's on my mind. It weighs it's and it's weighing on my heart. Uh, Mama V, as you guys know, I was up a couple weeks ago to stay with her after her uh, she had a hip replacement surgery. Well, last night she um, dislocated her hip. It was a big problem. Uh, she ended up in the ER. They tried to get it back in, and they couldn't. So then she had to do surgery uh, late last night. I, I still don't have an update this morning. I'm assuming everything went well. But um, anyway, so, you know, prayers for Mama V. She's, uh, she's having a rough 
day, I'm sure. I mean, yesterday was a rough day. And uh, she was working super, super hard. Um, you know, she's just bound and determined to keep her independence. And uh, it's a real bummer to see her have this setback. So, um, and just also, you know, at some point, I'm going... Um, I'm going, uh, uh, probably going up there to stay with her. I don't know. I'm going to work it out with my brothers and all that stuff. So to, to be determined, but, uh, that was kind of a bummer and it was, but it was an interesting sort of segue. You know, yesterday on the show, I was talking about that touching the void thing movie, which I love. And this idea that that, that guy had this horrible injury and had this insurmountable thing of climbing down off a mountain to get back to base camp before his buddy left. And uh, it's kind of weird that that uh, Mama V had that had that setback yesterday and you know it it was um it was just good. I mean, that's a horrible thing to happen, but it was kind of my frame of mind was good timing. It's like you know, and who knows, maybe I can uh maybe next time I'm up to see her we'll watch this we'll watch the documentary together. And I could say, see, mom, here's what, here's what it is. You're just getting little, little, little goals, little goals. What do they say? That's how you eat an elephant one bite at a time. I kind of like that. I like that outlook. Oh, see, here we go. Let, let, let's, let's get it out in the open. Lady says, um, unless you and Robo want individual meetup to be alone. Won't want to intrude. Let's think this through. If we wanted individual time, which frankly, I think that would be horrible. I think I would be bored of Robo Kitty within about 10 minutes. Let's be honest. No, but in all seriousness, if we wanted some sort of alone time, first of all, it wouldn't be like, hey, let's go meet in Phoenix. And then secondly, we wouldn't be uh, on the show bugging you guys and promoting this thing, okay? So the more, the merrier. The more, the merrier. Um, let's see. Oh, and uh, Canasty13, thank you very much. Says sending hugs your way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. As they say, thoughts and prayers, you know. Um, Robo says, I could just fly out to Sheboygan tomorrow if I wanted alone time with Tony. Exactly. She could fly to Sheboygan and I'd be like, all right, give me seven hours to get there. <laughs> Wait a minute, though. If you could, if it's so easy, Robo, why haven't you done it? What am I, chopped liver? I don't know. I didn't realize it was so easy. I didn't, I, uh, but now I get it. Okay, it is what it is. Yeah, you guys, we just want to, it's, I, now, and Robo and I were talking yesterday, and again, we'll, I think, we'll play our little PSA, I don't know, maybe Friday, something like that, on Friday's show on Twitch, but uh, we understand, obviously, it's a long shot. You know, we have this international group, which is so fun, but it makes 
you know, face-to-face -face meetups, kind of long shot. Now it feels like it's going to get better. It's going to grow over time. We know it's kind of a long shot, but we're hoping whoever, whoever's crazy enough and whatever unattached and can make it work, I think it'll be a fun time. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see. <laughs> Wait, lady says, don't forget to get some sausage at the brat stop before you fly home. Is there something called the brat stop in Phoenix? I have driven through Phoenix very briefly. Uh, I flew into Phoenix and rented a car to go up to the Grand Canyon. But I didn't really stop and smell the roses or the cactuses or whatever. Cacti. Cactus flowers. Oh, it's in Sheboygan. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, that brought stop. My bad. It's right in my own backyard. I, I, you know, I'm not thinking clearly this morning. Okay. All right. Let me, let me, let me refocus here. Let's see. What time is it? 7.25. Maybe I should just hop into the mailbag. Maybe I'll do that. Um, I want to remind everyone, we love your letters. Please feel free. Continue to send them into the show. It's super fun. It's super fun. The email address is um, Chicago Tony V. Like vagabond at gmail.com. Send your letters in there. And, uh, and I'll read them on the show. It's super fun. Okay. Having said that, let's start right now. Let me, uh, let's see what we have. Let's see. Letter number one. Dear Tony, my dickhead college roommate is cheating on his longtime girlfriend. I know this for an absolute undeniable fact. She is a very sweet and innocent person. And I hate knowing this information without sharing it with her. Should I let her know? This is from Tom from UMass, University of Massachusetts. I don't know, man. That's a that's a tough one. So I can kind of tell you already you don't like your roommate, right? That's bad. You have a dick dickhead roommate. Now, what I can't tell for sure, do you have a crush on this girl? Do you maybe have feelings? You know, Georgie right out of the gate says, tell her. I think this is a tough one. I would love to hear for, from some more people. I mean, I guess I'm trying to think if it were me. If it were me. I think I would want to know. Yeah, I would want to know. Oh, Vatkex has, has a very good one. It says, tell her, but don't date her. Interesting. Yeah, see, the problem is if you want to date her, you know, maybe she would always be wondering, uh, did was this sabotage? You don't necessarily want to be the rebound guy. I think it would be tough to date her even if you wanted to date her. 
She'd be she'd be uh, uh, afraid of bumping into the roommate, her ex-boyfriend. All the feelings would come back. I think that would be very tough. So I like Vacax's suggestion: tell her, but don't date her. It's so it seems like people are saying tell her. Fried rattlesnake in Phoenix, eh, lady? I would do that. I ate alligator in uh, New Orleans. The Big Easy. And it's just like they say. Tasted like chicken. Who knows? Maybe it was chicken. Yeah, Georgie says Danny was a rebound guy. I get it. I get it. So we can work out. It just seems... I guess if... If you tell the girlfriend and you try to date her, just assume you're getting together at her place all the time. Do you really think she's going to want to come over and see... I don't know. That could be very dicey. Lady says, all right, the garbage truck is here more than a half hour early running to catch the truck. Be right back. <laughs> Talk about waiting to the last minute. But Georgie's very adamant that we that you have to tell her. I wish more, more uh, pepperonis had chimed in on this one. I'm very conflicted. But I think I, I, I tend to agree. I think uh, especially if... I mean, part of me says none of your business, but I mean, if you know for sure, no, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know if it were me, I would want to know. So, you know, there it is. So maybe tell her, I don't know, but be careful, please try and find it. It's do it in a nice way. Okay. Next letter. Hey, Mr. Tony, help me out here. I'm 25 years old and gainfully employed with a real good job. I've got a girlfriend who I totally lust after which is particularly fun and exciting at my age. I'll bet it is. I hate you already, sir. We are both 24 years old. What I wouldn't give people. 24 years old. Holy shit. Okay, moving on. We have been together for a year and a half now, and things are starting to progress toward maybe the next stage. She has been dropping hints that she wouldn't hate it if maybe I proposed to her sometime soon. Oh, Jesus. I really do care about her, and she is beautiful, so I'm mostly two thumbs up. The deal is she has quite a habit of spending a lot of money. When I say a lot, I mean a lot. She goes out shopping at least twice a week. She is constantly buying new outfits with money she probably doesn't really have. She goes to bars and restaurants with her friends multiple times per week when I'm at her place I see evidence of a lot of credit card bills laying around. It's a bad look and it's starting to make me nervous. Is this something that a person can grow out of? Is it a phase? How do I confront her about this? Thank you for any advice. This is from Edward from Des Moines, Iowa. That's quite a letter, Edward. You know, this is uh, this is quite a challenge. I mean, I, I, so I would say in general, something like this, be, the behavior of a spendthrift, you know? And it sounds like she's probably fairly material materialistic. I mean, in general, I'm fairly bearish on on believing that someone could work their their way out of that. I mean, now people can grow. Some people, life smacks them in the face and they just learn the hard way. 
that, uh, you know, gee, I got to stop spending and whatever. Now, you said, Edward, that you have a really good job. So maybe you would be, be able to support this behavior in her for a long time. But I'm just going to say in general, I think you're right to have you're feeling kind of some red flags. And you there's a reason you're having this instinct. And at the very least, I would say it's probably time to be very upfront with her and just be like, hey, listen, I'm whatever. I love you. You're totally hot, all that stuff. But we're why I'm wired a little differently, just so you know. You know, I'm I'm not if we're together, it's we need to be keep it reasonable. And just I, I would you gotta talk it out. You can't you know, I think you got to put it out. This might, I think every couple has challenges. That's just the way it is. And, and, and so at the very least, you got to have a, you got to really start talking about it. Really start talking about it. Don't fool yourself and, and just don't, don't not, don't ignore it. Okay. Do not move forward. I don't care what her hips to waist ratio is, et cetera, et cetera. All right, you gotta, you gotta at least talk about this. Lady says, keep your checking accounts separate. Separate is all in caps. Yes, if this is seriously a problem, I mean, you will have to, one of the things if you're gonna end up together, I mean, you'll have to subvert You'll have to hide resources. That's just the way it is. Georgie says, uh, do not get hitched with the overspender. Well, that's... Georgie is uh, being very clear and concise with her advice today. Lady says, don't have anything as a joint account. It might end in arguments about money all the time. She also says, prenup! Exclamation point. Yeah, this is a major, major red flag. It would be really tough being married to a, a spender. You know? Georgie says you guys should have a very serious conversation about finances before a proposal. I totally agree. Spender's going to spend always. This is true. This is true. I'm trying to think, do I, do I know anyone who was a spender and seemed to work their way out of it. I think it's a very, very rare individual. As I said, I, I think uh, some people, they life slaps them in the face. I used to know someone who was sort of like that, except uh, she would uh, she would spend her money on the boats, gambling boats. And you could see it from a mile away. It's like, this is a really dumb idea. Stop doing this. Well... She thought it was the greatest thing ever. And that lasted for about a year. She and, she and her husband would go together. They both caught the bug at the same time. It lasted about a year. And just finally one day it's like, holy shit, this is horrible. We're never going to do this again. They learned a very expensive lesson. Whatever. It is what it is. Hopefully we have helped you, Edward, from Des Moines, Iowa. Okay, good luck. Uh... If she's really good looking, please send me pictures. You have my email address. Okay, next letter. Hey, Tony, did I see on Twitter 
that you bought a PS5. That is awesome. What games do you have and how do you like it so far? When can we expect some live streams of your exploits? This is from Metaverse Dan. With a name like Metaverse Dan, Dan, is you're fully invested, right, in this technology stuff? Yes, I did. I believe so. I did buy a PS5. Yes, I did. It's probably one of the dumber, more impulsive things I've done in a long time. I think part of the reason that I bought a PS5 is simply because I just heard through the grapevine it's so hard to get a PS5. And it became this interesting riddle for my brain. Oh, really? How hard can it be? And so when I finally determined to buy a PS5, it took me like a day. It, was, it ended up not being that hard. The joke's on me. Um, yes, and I, t- I tweeted it, I think, to Yak Horseman because I, I remember he has a PS5 from a couple months ago. Now, I'll have a cool system now for when the nephews come over and all that stuff. And, you know, of course, they it's the antithesis of if, if you want to, you know, bond and visit with your nephews, don't get video games. No. But that's going to make them want to come over. So what games do I have? I have, uh, let's see, Grand Theft Auto, Crash Bandicoot. Wait, by the way, Grand Theft Auto. I can't believe how filthy that game is. Holy shit. This is, I would never let a kid play that game. I'm just saying straight up. Unbel- and I'm a, this is, I swear on my show every day. It's, this is some next level shit, that game. What else? Crash Bandicoot. There's some built-in game uh, uh, that comes with it that's like a total ripoff of uh, Super Mario Galaxy type thing, but it's awesome. It's like a little robot dude. What else do I have? Call of Duty. I, I, I will say it's very, very impressive. It's very impressive. The graphics are amazing. It's really, I mean, it's something to behold just to look at it. You just, it's like how, how much manpower went into making this thing happen. It's really a feat. It's really quite a feat. So I did, uh, Yak, uh, he IM'd me or whatever from the, on the Twitter. He's like, let me know when you want to play. So whatever, that should be really quite a joke. Having Mr. Old School. Um, try and hook this thing up to the internet. It's going to be maddening. He's going to laugh his ass off at me if that ever happens. Georgie says Crash Bandicoot is one of my favorite series. It's really fun. Very challenging too. Addictive. There's something about playing those video games where you can get to the point where it's like I, I want to stop playing. But then you can't. You keep going. There's this There's this point. It's quite uncomfortable, and it really pissed me off. I, I, I'm sure that the newness of the thing is going to wear off, and then um, I'll, I'll come to my senses. But I do not like that feeling of me- intellectual. I say, okay, I've had enough. i got to do something else. An hour later, I'm still sitting in front of the TV. That's some mesmerizing shit. That they built, engineered into those games. It's really something. George, he also loves the Ratchet and Clank. I remember that. 
Spyro. I don't know what that is. I don't know what Spyro is. Anyway, so yes, you're right, uh, Metaverse Dan. I did buy a PS5. Okay, next letter. Let's see, 740. Dear Tony, I have a question about adulting. Now that I've been out of college for three years, can you tell me the secret for not letting your soul be crushed by the endless hamster wheel of a nine-to-five job with only two weeks of vacation every year? Like, I'm really wondering how I'm going to last in a long-term career if I already feel defeated. Like, what's the point? Sorry to be a downer on your normally uplifting show. This is from Ben R. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Ben, for your question. Sorry sorry that you're having a rough go of it. And I would, I would say, yes, this is disparaging. If you're already noticing at how old did you see? You're a few years out of college. If you're already noticing that working for a living is really feels like kind of a raw deal, you know, it could be a long haul for you. It could be a, a, a long road. But here would be my advice. This could be a good thing that you're noticing this this early. This could be a good thing. Um, here's the deal. Here's what I'm thinking. I mean, because it's true that I think the older you get, you look back and you say, Jesus Christ, did I really, was I really going after the right stuff? This keeping up with the Joneses thing, having the next possession, having a newer car, better clothes, blah, blah, blah. Did it really, was it really worth my time? By the way, good morning to Donald Trump's tan. <laughs> and also, good morning to Wicked Death. How are you? Oh, Wicked Death says, working for yourself is miles better than working nine to five for someone else. Now, I will agree with that. Here is going to be my advice to this uh, Ben R. Here's my, I think the, the inoculation Sorry to use such an inflammatory term. Against this feeling you have, Ben, is creativity. It's creativity. So you have to use your imagination to try and figure out how you're going to eke some sort of meaning and enjoyment out of life in the face of this hamster wheel that you're on or in spite of this hamster wheel that you're on and that we're all on. You know, and unfortunately, we're at a time right now where people who even did it right, they were disciplined, they've been good little workers, and they've saved and all, and all that stuff. Even, I mean, with all this inflation thing, they're getting robbed too. It's, it's a real tragedy. I think our defense against this, again, is imagination. Finding, you have to find meaning in your life. You have to be creative about it. Like for, like, uh, uh, for, okay, for me, I was just telling a, uh, a, uh, really sweetheart of a paramedic yesterday, I think, or was I telling someone else? I can't remember. I talk to so many pepperonis all the time. 
Like I have this, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm firing up my, uh, Prius RV. I have this, I rigged this system where I could, uh, camp out of my Prius and travel the country. And I'm, I'm firing that back up and I'm, and I think now I'm going to videotape it on this GoPro shit that I got. So all you guys can see this, I'm going to keep it PG though. I'm going to make sure I'm head to toe in my cowboy boot pajamas uh, for all shots. Cause I will be sleeping in the car, traveling the country. And so I think this trip to Phoenix, for example, this is going to be a little test of my system. And, uh, I just want to laugh. 420 says, did you say Prius RV? Is that a thing? Yes. Do a search. Do a YouTube search on Prius camping. This is actually a thing. People have outfitted their Priuses to be able to sleep in the back of it. And I'm one of those people. I'm actually, I'm going to be redoing it, re-upping it. I have, I'm going to change up my system. Like I said, I think I'm going to shoot some videos of this. I'm, I'm in the back of my mind. I'm thinking in my, um, in my trip to Phoenix, right? I might do that. I might, uh, I might like stealth camp in a Prius on the way. Uh, Corey, no, I'm not in Chicago. I had to flee Chicago like, uh, 23 years ago or so because of some poor decisions that I made or much earlier in life, allegedly for entertainment purposes only. And, uh, so no, not in the Chicago area anymore. Um, let's see. Uh, Dharma bums triple six says in my life, I try to do as many continuous flips as I can. That keeps me happy and fulfilled. All right. What are you flipping houses, flipping cars, flipping your body, flipping people off? What are you flipping, sir? Uh, let's see. I just want to laugh says, oh, so it's a regular Prius 1C. I don't know what a Prius 1C is. I know I have a Prius 2018. I guess the C, if there was a C that's even shorter than a normal Prius, don't do that. Those are hard to sleep in. But uh, uh, yes, Georgie, I am driving to Phoenix. And part of the reason that I'm driving, there's two, there's two reasons. I think there's a real good chance the authorities won't allow me to fly for various reasons. And then number two, I saw this as an opportunity again to try out my uh, living as a homeless vagabond uh, uh, experiment. So, you know, if I time this just right, I'm going to be absolutely disgusting by the time Robo meets me in Phoenix. I will not have had a shower in like three days. It's going to be perfect. Uh, Corey says, what, what do you do? Um, a little bit of this, a little of that. Mostly I live stream on Reddit. Why is this your first live? So where, what do you do? Uh, this is show number 211 we're doing or 12, 212. Where have you been? Corey. <laughs> Dharma says flipping whatever goddamn please that's the spirit there you go now you're talking 
Um, I just want to laugh. Says I heard they have nice oceanside property in Phoenix. You never know. Georgie wants to know: Did you end up on the no-fly list? No comment. No comment. No comment. One of these days, I'll rant. I'll rant about some run-ins with TSA, but today's not the day. Let's see. Twelve minutes left. Twelve minutes left. Let's do some more. See if we can get through some more letters. Um, Dear Mr. V, I would like to know if there are any podcasts you regularly listen to, and especially if there is another podcast that you feel you could easily take over for the host and fit right in. Thank you for all the content you create. This is from Kendra from Oak Park, Illinois. I like the name Kendra. That's a pretty good name, isn't it? Thank you for your letter, Kendra. Okay, so um, podcasts, yes, there are podcasts I listen to regularly. A lot lot of these are my podcasting friends. They show up here and there through the history of our show. So like one would be Gamers Watch, Harry from the award-winning Gamers Watch podcast. He's from across the pond. He used to call in from time to time, but he's too busy having babies now. He has lots of babies. And uh, he does this great podcast called Gamers Watch. Um, Now, you had this question of could I fit right in and take over? There's no way. No, I could not do what Harry and Sean and the boys do over at Gamers Watch. No chance. Uh, What else do I listen to? Uh, 2010 Minutes, the great Tim McCarthy. Um, He's awesome. He does a mental health podcast. Um, Now, I am mental. Uh, but I don't necessarily, I'm not a person necessarily that like, uh, feels the need to seek, uh, help with mental health. So then why do I listen to Timmy's podcast? I just like the dude, right? He's, we kind of hooked up over, um, over, uh, uh, so the socials a long time ago and just, he's just a great dude. And I, I love listening to his show, you know, and I like hearing how he's doing. Could I, uh, sit in for Timmy? No, there's no way. Um, Another one I listen to is Next on Stage 1 by the beautiful Pixie. She is tremendous. And Mr. J, her co-host, that's a a podcast on the um, kind of the adult uh, entertainment industry in in there in the Denver. I think it's Denver, Colorado, or is it Boulder? I think it's Denver. Um, They're a great team. There's awesome... There's awesome uh, uh, just chemistry between the two. They're both people I would just love to hang out with and have a drink with, etc. Um, could I do their show? There's not a chance in hell. There's no way. No way. I couldn't do what they do. Uh, of course, I got to talk about my, my buddies that we have issues, Anthony and Stevie. They have a tremendous podcast that I catch all the time. I love it. It's super exciting. They made... Um, the uh, play it again graphic novella very proud of those guys um uh let's see could i do their show there's no way no i could not sit in and uh do anything that they do there's no way um who else let's see Haley, a podcast 27 she has a very soothing voice i like listening to her 
podcast. Her husband, Drew, uh, joins her often. Um, could I do that? No, there's no way. There's no way. I think the only podcast that I rec- regularly listen to that um, I would have a snowball's chance of sitting in on and maybe you would not sense a difference, that would have to be the Drunk Theory podcast. Uh, be, and the only reason I say I could potentially fit in is they get drunk before they do their show regularly. And um, and so I could probably do that and you might not notice much of a difference. It's, it's like herding cats on that show and I love it. And they talk conspiracies all the time, which I love. So I could maybe fit in on that show. I think an honorable mention too is our own Yak Horseman. You know, Yak just started a podcast. Hopefully we're going to be talking about it here on this show before too long. Um, that show is called Up Too Late. And last time I checked, he Yak and his co-host still have only one episode. I was talking to Yak last night about it just a little bit. And he, it's it's like they rec- they started the podcast. And then the next week was Thanksgiving. And then and then this week was like the co-host's birthday, which I think is no no excuse for not recording a show. I think that does not bode very well. But he, they're going to fire it back up and uh, be recording episode number two. So we all know and love Yak. He's, he's a tremendous pepperoni. He's a funny guy, interesting guy. So... I'll be listening to his show. Whatever he puts out, I'll listen to it. And you think if you think my show is free thought, everyone should check out this Up Too Late by Yak Horseman. It's Up T-O-O, Up Too Late. Talk about free freeform thought. ADHD or whatever. You think I'm bad? Oh my God. Listen to Yak and his buddy talk. It's just an endless stream of consciousness, and I think it's pretty interesting. I'm proud of the kid, so whatever. We'll see. Let's see. 754. Holy bejesus. All right. Uh, Next letter. Dear Tony, what is your stance on the death penalty and capital punishment in general? Do you think the state should be allowed to put people to death? Um, This is from Randy L. Boy, wow. Uh, That's a big question. I mean, in general, I'm not a I'm not a very big fan of the state because, first of all, it's the state that's going to give themselves the power to uh, do this anyway. So, it's not like anyone ever really asked me or you, "Hey, is it okay if we start offing people?" Now, um, now I told I understand that some people are totally horrible people and whatever. And in a just world, some people. Uh, do need to give up their lives to amend for lives they've taken. I, I kind of get that. What makes me nervous is that the state is so corrupt. If you want to just look at, uh, if you want to just look at people that have um, taken life, all right, you're going to want to look up a term. Maybe Georgie at her Google can do this. Look up a term. Demo side. Demo side. This is essentially death, death at the hands of a government. And you'll find, I think, I mean, I haven't looked at it for a while, but you'll find that uh, the governments of 
the worlds are offing a lot of people. It's not a good look. And I, it makes me kind of wonder, well, are these really the people we want to have the at the controls of, you know, deciding who lives and who dies? I'm not so sure. It's a complicated thing. Look up demo side. It's not good. It's not good. Anyway, I don't know if I answered your question. And uh, it's not like my opinion will change a thing. So let's see, 756. All right, let me fit in another letter. Dear Tony, I'm so frustrated and I doubt there's a single thing I can do about it. Years ago, it became pretty clear to many people that we are heading toward the end of privacy if we didn't stop this avalanche of technology innovation. I don't know about you, but I think basic privacy is a fundamental right and is a crucial part of being a happy human being. Well, here we are, and it's been pretty clear that privacy is literally gone. We're all living in Orwell's 1984 now. I've placed a link below to an article that underscores my points. Anyway, what really irks me is that people have just accepted that we are no longer private, sovereign beings, and they act like personal privacy is a silly concept anyway. Is it just me? Am I making sense? This is from Phil from Trenton, New, uh, New Jersey. There actually is a link in this message. Dare I click the link? What do you guys think? Should I click the link? Or is that a really bad idea? That could end the show, end the show instantly. Potentially. Um, yeah, but I mean, Phil, it's true, right? It, this big brother shit seems like it's totally out of hand now. And I mean, I, in general, I'm with you. Like, it seems like people have just accepted that it's like, this is the way it is now. They get to track us. They get to learn everything about us. You know, they, I've I've heard mention of, you know, people's data is getting sold here, there, and everywhere, like uh, unbeknownst to them. You know, I had to, speaking of Crash Bandicoot, I think it was Crash Bandicoot. This is a perfect example. I'm not even kidding. When I loaded Crash Bandicoot, Georgie girl, into the PS5 for the very first time, I had to go through an agreement I had to sign an agreement you know digitally whatever give the check box and say I agree I'm not kidding it was like 21 pages to play Crash freaking Bandicoot what is the possible explanation why why how are we here now am I going to read 21 pages of gibberish so that I can play Crash Bandicoot? Of course I'm not. And of course they know that. I'm going to... I'm just going to fast forward to the end and say I agree. And Lord knows what I agreed to. But this shit is happening all over the place. So I agree with what Philip is saying. Is his name even Philip? Let's see. It is Phil from Trenton, New Jersey. I agree in general. And it does piss me off. I don't know what to do about it. I think... Uh, Really, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, really 
if you read his stuff, I think history is kind of showing that that dude was onto something, right? He basically, his, he, he saw the same problem and his approach. Now, I'm not saying blowing up people is the way to go. I'm not, I'm not, that's obviously horrible and evil, but, but he seemed to have this idea that, uh, uh, to, to, you got to add electricity, and I do think that would all this privacy shit we'd be back to normal if electricity were gone the problem is life would really suck I haven't seen any comments for minutes and minutes and minutes in the in the live stream it makes me wonder if we're not having an issue kind of feels like maybe we are my coffee's getting cold it's 8am we've been going for an hour No one's commenting. Everyone's checked out. So I think maybe the universe is telling me, okay, it's time to uh, pull the ripcord. Well, listen, it's been tremendous spending Wednesday morning with you guys. I love you. I like you. Great to see all the VIP pepperonis in here. Great to see all these new faces. Thank you, everyone, for interacting with me. I do this every morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, some days we do it on Twitch. There's the Twitch address up above, twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. Oh, Robo Kitty is still listening. What more do I need? That's all the justification I need. Um. Anyway, normally, normally Robo tries to get me to read one more letter. That's what really made me feel like... Uh, Oh man, crickets, there's no one here. Because I didn't see the Robo Tony read one more comment. Anyway, I love you guys. I like you guys. And uh, you're good people. I will see you all again tomorrow. Same uh, bad time, same bad place, probably, unless Reddit kind of shits the bed, which happens sometimes. And uh, until we meet again tomorrow, I just want to remind you guys, don't take any shit from anybody, okay? Okay, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.